What's going on, everybody? This is the Homes Real Estate Podcast. I'm Peter. And I'm Chris. And we are real estate agents with Cobalt Bank of Rear Manual here in Macomb Township, Michigan. Today, we're talking about buying and selling your home simultaneously. This can be a really complex issue. Uh, and we wanted to go through a couple steps that you can take to make sure that both transactions are seamless and smooth. Yeah, you know, it, it is a heck of a dance. Mm-hmm. And when we start, start getting going, it, it might seem like a, a lot. That's because it really is. Yeah. And uh, here's the thing is not all of us have the, the luxury to be able to uh, buy one home and then sit on our other house while we're uh, you know uh, trying to sell that. So a lot of us do have to coordinate a double close, and it can be a crazy time. I think the big question for a lot of people is, all right, so what should I do first? Um, and I think the, the big thing is we like to, in today's market where our homes are selling, especially if you're, the home you're listing is under the $250,000 mark, I think the best, best thing to do first is start looking for your new house. Yeah, well, you're gonna, when we do this, you're definitely gonna wanna have an idea what you're what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll get an idea of how long these homes are taking to sell, how much time do you have to write an offer? Because the big thing is we wanna write a strong offer, mm-hmm. and if we have to put contingencies on that, that's really knocking us down a, a notch, and when we're getting into multiple offers, you know, that makes it pretty tough. So. Like I said at the early beginning, yeah, it's a dance. But, um, you know, you're saying we want to find a home first, which which we kind of do. Mm-hmm. But we also want to get that home on the market oh, quickly yeah. also. And so that leads us to our next question is, I don't think I don't know if they can see you, Chris, but uh, yeah. is when should I get my house when should I get my house listed? And I think the best answer for that is I think we should list first. If we need to to get occupancy in our own home, we can do it, but it's we want to make sure that our home is listed on the market and ready for sale before we get into a purchase contract with somebody else so we can avoid some of those contingencies. It's a lot easier to say, you know, contingent on, on the closing mm-hmm. instead of contingent on the sale. Yep. Um, that, that's huge. That's absolutely huge. And if we don't even have a home on the market yet, that's going to put us even further behind because then yeah. we have to get it on the market, marketed, sold, under contract, through inspection, yeah, you through appraisal. Be, if you look at an average time frame in Macomb, you could be talking about a 75-day swing. You know, if you look at average time on market, you look at the average time to close, your average pending time to close, you know, you could be looking, like I said, at that 60 to 75 days or more, and now you're looking at asking a potential seller to, to have that kind of a contingency. And it really does, it weakens your offer. So that first thing you're going to do is just get that house on the market, but have an idea of what you want, what you've got in mind, and then you can kind of start that buying process. And then also with your home, when you get it on the market, you're going to want to know the pricing objectives, mm-hmm. um, what you're going to do to sell the home quickly, and, and you know, we got to get it under contract. That That's really, really, really important. Right. Because, and again, too, not all of us have the luxury of being able to swing two mortgages or having a bridge loan or, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that go into this. Um, so a couple of questions. You know, what if what if you can't find the house that you're looking for? You, you know, you've got a hot house. You're selling a... Uh, let's say, for example, you're selling a ranch in Clinton Township. It's 1,500 square feet. Those things are flying off the shelves. You've got 10 offers in one day. You haven't even taken your first house hunting tour. What happens? Well, one thing that's going to save us is going to be occupancy. Mm-hmm. So now most most lenders, they're not going to let you have more than 60 days. Um, and occupancy is something that Peter and I are going to talk about extensively in another podcast. Mm-hmm. But... Um, so you're looking at 60 days from being under under after closing 
Right. That you can stay in your house. Well, the other thing, too, what we can do is uh, you can actually put a contingency on the sale of your house that this is con- – it's almost like a reverse contingency of mine. Right. Uh, that this sale is contingent upon us finding a suitable home. But now you're going to have to put a timeline on that, too, mm-hmm. because you don't want to keep people hanging and saying, of course. well, you know, it might be a month, might be two months, three months. No, you're going to have to put a timeline on there where the, the buyer can get out of that contract. What do you think an appropriate timeline is, Chris? You know, I, I, I haven't seen much more than 30 days. I think 30 days is well. It's pretty reasonable. It's not that much time in consideration of the whole process. Right. Yeah, it's, you're not uh, asking anybody to hang around for two or three, four months. But at that point, you have to be aggressively looking for a house. Right. Get your art, you know, we'll be pulling our hair out trying to find you the, the best home, but... You got to be ready to jump at that point. So what about the reverse problem? It, you know, what if you've got one of these houses that they're selling, but they're taking a little bit longer? You've got a four hundred thousand, you know, dollar house. Uh, you know, it's a big, big colonial, and you're trying to downsize. The houses that you're looking at are going fast, but the house you're selling is maybe not in that hot bracket. Let's talk about that a little bit. Well, first you're gonna want to make sure it's priced right to maybe mm-hmm. get into the hot bracket. That's that's the biggest thing you're going to do. It, it's not about your your emotional value of the home. It's let's what's realistic, what's the market say. And check out for that. We've got a, a podcast on competitively pricing your home if you want to know a little bit more about that. Yeah, and I, I mean, that, that that's where we can run into trouble. You can get a bridge okay. loan depending on on your credit situation. Yep. Like we said, you can have a, your offer contingent on the sale of your home or, or the close of your home. But I think that's more of a tough situation than... Um, you know, if you can't find a, a home. And, and it, it does get into a tricky spot. Um, and the other thing that I think we should talk about is this can depend on how much equity you've got in your home. If you've got a ton of equity, you might be able to bring that price down a little bit, maybe price it a, like just a, a hair under market right. and generate some of that activity that you may not have had otherwise if you were asking top dollar, especially if you're in a situation like that where you're downsizing or you've you know been in the house for a long time. But, you know... With, with the hair under market, we've been finding out if you're under market at all, that that's getting to bring more people to take a look at what's going right. on and, and brings more people to the home. And then you end up getting offers in a lot of cases above that price, which puts you a little bit closer to where you're at. Right. Um, and I think that that's certainly something that's worth uh, you know looking into. And again, making sure that you've got all the things in place. You've got the marketing in place. You've got the competitive pricing in place. You've got all the things that we look for. Uh, for a quick sale, uh, you know, you've got to be realistic. You have to look through and say, what does my home need? Do we need to spend a thousand bucks and get new carpet if it's going to make the house sell? Um, but uh, the the other thing too is we, we can run into some tricky situations. Even let's talk about what if we've got both houses under contract. So you've got your you the home that you found that's under contract, and you've got the home that you sold that's under contract. We we can have some difficulties bringing those two together. Yeah, and this is where, you know, our expertise comes into place, talking to all the title companies involved, mm-hmm. talking to the lenders, um, making sure we keep everybody on the same page. And I can tell you that it, it is tough. Yeah. It, it, it takes a lot of extra work, but it's worth it because we're achieving your ultimate goal. Right. Especially if you've got a mortgage that, um, uh, you know, requires you to, because I said, if you can't do a bridge loan, you might have, your, your mortgage might require you to sell your first house before you close on your next one. Absolutely. And that can cause issues if you've got similar closing dates. If you've got to line those closing dates up, I mean, that can turn into a nightmare. And then you're going to end up receiving occupancy. Probably, it may happen unless you can fortunately get keys at closing on, on the house you're buying. Right. And then 
you're going to be paying occupancy for anything that you have to stay in your home. But again, we try to line it up the best we can. Mm-hmm. It can be difficult, but hey, what are we here for, right? I think one of the most important things in this is that there's no perfect solution. I think that's the, the best answer. So yes, everything can go perfectly, and you can have everything go off without a hitch. Close number one, close number two. But as we know, listen, we wouldn't have a job if real estate were that easy. If it was bang, 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 cut and dry, we, we wouldn't. The, just the nature of the game is that we're going to have issues. We're going to have roadblocks. We're going to have uh, things that go wrong. And so when that happens, I think the biggest thing for a buyer and seller is have flexibility. You know, be communicating with your agent. Try and have flexibility on both sides of the transaction because you also remember you're going to have three agents involved in this. You're going to have, you know, if you're working with us, you're going to have one of us. You're going to have a buyer's agent for your your home, and you're going to have a listing agent for the home you're buying. Yeah, and and again, just like Peter said, communication, communication, communication. Yep. Expect many, many phone calls, many emails or texts, depending on what you like. Mm-hmm. But you know, we all want to stay on the same page, and we want we want to reach your ultimate goal. Right, and that's as I said. So remember, kind of hang with us. We're going to be dealing with up to four title companies, two lenders, two different agents. Uh, you know, and then their clients as well. So you have a lot of hands in the in this pot, and for everything to go smoothly, I said some flexibility is great. Um, and also, understand that you may have to put out a little cash, you know, in the form of occupancy, uh, or in the form of, like I said, either lowering price or um, you know some extra incentives for if if you're uh, on the buy side of this. Absolutely. So, all right, guys. Thanks so much to, to those of us who are watching us on Facebook Live. Thanks to those who are wa- listening on the podcast. You can check us out. We are on SoundCloud. It is the Homes uh, Real Estate Podcast. Again, we're affiliated with Cobalt Banker, Rue Manuel, Macomb Township. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next time on Facebook, and we will uh, talk to you next time here on SoundCloud, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks for watching. 